Welcome to the Growth You Podcast. This podcast dedicates its time, resources, and content towards being a resource hub for moms who want to create sustainable growth systems within their life, families, careers, and homes. We want to help you find the tools to create a culture of growth. I'm your host, Shoshana Pitt, and I'm excited to walk with you on this journey. Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys today? I hope everything is going well. Um, It is the end of November, so we're wrapping up. This week we are in our, I think, third, fourth, fourth part, third part of our series for systems. Um, And creating a system in your home that leads to sustainable results. Just to recap, we covered why creating a system in your home is so important to creating um, results for your cubs um, in the in their adult life and the type of person you would like, the type of characters, the type of mindset you would like in your adult cubs that they learn in the home is so crucial to who they become. You hear often so many times, like, I never learned that in the home. My parents never taught me that. Or you get into the world and know, and I know you can't teach them anything or everything, but there's a lot of things that you can instill and place in them within the home if used and maintain those years correctly. So we broke down the systems on how to create a system. I am a system person. I believe that if you create a system and you put strong foundation in building the system, you can create a self-sustaining, self-rotating kind of like a thing that orbits on its own access and that creates more peace, expectations, boundaries, healthy structure in the home that leads to a, a system and environment and an atmosphere that is conducive for growth results, both for you and your cub. Okay. So the first part was setting structures. We talked about framework. We talked about healthy boundaries. We talked about the why, um, and we talked about how to go forth in setting or creating the structure. Last week, we talked about setting expectations within your framework. So we're building our system and, um, We want to make sure that the expectations we set are coming from a healthy place. We want to make sure that we understand the why. We want to make sure that they are conceptually appropriate for your cub as he or she is growing and can understand. Um, And so this week we're talking about training and development. And I really personally believe that this is the most crucial part of creating a system because this is the part that leads to the adult um, results. Uh, this is the planting the seeds. After you determine what type of framework fits your household dynamic and your belief system, and you set the healthy expectations that are in alignment with what you would like to see later, the training and development is where you really get out and plant the seeds. You grow the seeds. You fertilize it, uh, the expectations, you demonstrate, you practice. For our sports head, this is the practice 
sessions. This is a two-hour practice of the sport, the pride, the expectation, the demonstration. Okay. And so let's jump into training and development. Let's go ahead and start with what this is. Like what is, this is the demonstrating of the expectation. And for this episode today, we're going to say keeping your space clean because this is a lot of things. This is a lot of times a frustrating part of parenting cubs is teaching them the value of keeping their personal space clean and um, honoring the space that's given to them, i.e. their rooms, their bathrooms, their cars, um, their play area, depending on what age your cub is. This is the demonstrating. I expect you to keep your space clean, organized, and fresh smelling. You have to demonstrate that. You have to practice this daily and weekly. There has to be repetition. Okay. You have to give your cub opportunities to demonstrate that they understand the expectation and you have to continually practice, adjust, and which is a hard thing or may not be a realization for parents, sis, we have to positively reinforce when our cubs are making the effort to demonstrate their understanding and their attempts at meeting the expectation. Okay. Basically your team is only as good as how they're coached. We see a team sometimes that has full of potential, whether it's soccer, lacrosse, basketball, football, you see some very talented kids out there, but they don't really have strong coaches. They usually have a volunteer sometimes in the peewee leagues where the dads will step in to coach their kid and we call it and we complain about dad ball. But if that dad does not have that knowledge of the sport or the understanding or can't demonstrate it because their knowledge is sometimes shaky, the team will only be as good or advanced as well as how their coach. So this scenario mindset is the same way when you're practicing and developing the expectation. If you expect your cub to keep their space clean or organized, but you have not physically walked through their space and demonstrated, this is how I want you to fold your clothes. This is how I want you to keep your counters clear. This is how I want you to clean the bathroom. Simply for some reason, parents, we believe that because I told them. I told them to do it. I showed them one time that that was set in stone, etched into their young, adolescent, wavy minds, and then that is it. And that's just simply not true. And again, that's not a realistic mindset. You yourself have to be shown how to do things multiple times we watch YouTube videos to figure out how to do something, and we watch that video multiple multiple times. We pause at a space. We rewind. We rewatch. We do all of that to make sure we got it right. Yet, 
we don't make that same connection and demonstrating the expectations for our cub. So yes, you have to show them how to fold uh, the clothes. Shout out to Marie Kondo, right? Because I literally sat my cubs down and showed them how to fold shirts multiple times. I remember my oldest son. I showed him how to fold shirts. My best friend showed him how to fold shirts. His uncle fold him how to show, showed him how to fold shirts. And the kid would not do it. So we kept showing them. And I realized, and we would be sitting down folding. And I realized when we do it as a family, they tend to be more productive. So when I'm demonstrating and they can watch me, they tend to be more productive. That that's something that we're not understanding. They are watching you and watching something one time while I show them how to clean. They know how to clean. That's the thing. No, mom, they apparently don't or they forgot or they need more practice. That's like taking a student and say, I showed them one time how to shoot a free throw. They know how to shoot a free throw. I don't know why they're not shooting the free throw correctly. No, 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 no. If you know enough to take your kid to practice every day, one to two hours a day on a sport for them to get to college or in opportunities or in to improve, why is that not that mindset going into the house? Yes, you have to let them practice, not tell them to do it and then complain when they don't do it right afterwards. You have to constantly be demonstrating. You really do. You have to get in the game, basically. Okay, so keeping your space clean. Um, and, and this is the example we're using for the, uh, for the thing, for the podcast. I, I wanted my kids to learn how to honor the space that they're given. Why? I love good old Oprah quote. And I really believe that how you keep your living space is a reflection of what's going on social, emotionally inside of you, your internal emotional, um, environment is reflected in the space that you keep, okay? Because you cannot do anything that's outside of what's inside of you. From out of the heart, the mouth speaks, right? And so if internally I'm chaotic, my living space is going to look chaotic. And so it's very important that my boys understood that keeping your space clean and neat and the environment smelling well and it in a peaceful sanctuary place where they can feel relaxed. I wanted my boys to come into the room, come into the bathroom, feel clean, relaxed, safe, calm for themselves, for their social emotional. They needed a privacy space. Their room is that space. But if you can't relax because you have clothes, chips, food, it's nasty, it smells, nobody can relax in that space. You cannot. And so I had to demonstrate that. I had to show them. This is how you fold. This is how you put. You have to vacuum your floors. These are the things. Change out your um, Glade plug-in. Shout out to Glade, right? Again, you have to demonstrate. You have to practice. Well, how often do you practice? If the expectation is to be maintained daily, then it has to be, you have to demonstrate this often. Yes, your room may need to be cleaned too um, during your demonstration space. And I get as parents, our schedules are way different than our, our kids and we're all over the place. 
but then that could be a weekly thing. If you heavy clean on Wednesdays and then big clean Saturday mornings, you have to set the expectation, but you have to demonstrate and you actually have to participate in that. Okay, so the repetition, you have to give your cubs opportunities. Um, what it's not is I told them. Simply I told them. If you're not demonstrating what you're telling them, they're not going to make that um, actual sealed, cognizant practice of it. They're not going to grow in their understanding of the expectation enough to demonstrate it consistently. And we keep talking about in every, every episode, if you want your repetition or your system to run smoothly, you have to demonstrate, you have to adjust, you have to encourage them in the path towards meeting that expectation. Okay. Positive reinforcement is, is rewards. Yes, it is. I see you. It is words of affirmation. It is gassing them up when they do things right. It is walking into their room and going, oh my goodness, you folded these clothes immediately after you washed them. This is so amazing. I'm so proud of you and I appreciate you, your effort. It is, yes, you can play your games for, you know, the next hour because you've cleaned your room without me having to ask. Bro, that is amazing. Okay, it is those things that you same way as a coach, you reward. It is consistent. It is not um, you tell them to do it while you personally do not demonstrate it. If your room and your space and your house and your kitchen is never clean, you are contradicting contradicting the expectation that you are setting and you are sowing a seed of mistrust. Okay, you're sowing a seed of inconsistency and they are actually going to mimic what you do and not what you say. Okay. And it is definitely not this do as I say, not as I do mentality. Now I do teach my boys that every generation should be further advanced than the last generation and that we stand on the shoulders of those before us who have put in the work to create the opportunities and the space for us to do those things that they could not do. That is not the same as don't uh, do as I do, meaning I never clean, I never organize, I never, you know, have healthy mindsets, I never talk to people compassionately, I lie on my taxes, but don't do as I do, sir, do you do the right thing? How? How are they going to magically demonstrate something they've never been taught? What what sense does that make? Okay. Okay, so let's talk about why training and development is the most crucial part of creating a system that is going to create sustainable growth. This is where the results that you want to see, this is where the seed lays, okay? This is where the seed comes from, and this is what fertilizes it. This is with growth. If, like, your system is a plant and you're tilling the ground, the foundation, you're setting the framework, you are creating what you desire within your home, the training development is the seed part. Now, here's the thing, what you sow 
will reap a seed or a fruit regardless. Okay. Meaning if I sow the expectation and I practice and I repeat it and I demonstrate it and I personally cultivate the opportunity for my cups to practice this expectation, a fruit will result. For real, it will result based on, you know, of course, you know, a lot of my systematics is based on my faith belief, but also because the results of what I've seen in my 10 plus year of educating students, mentoring, and then growing my own lion cubs. Okay. And so what you seed will fruit. The fruit will always be bigger than the seed, right? An apple is going to always be bigger than the apple seed. An orange is always going to be bigger than the orange seed. So what you seed in your home will fruit, whether you want it to or not. So if you sow a seed of inconsistency, you will fruit inconsistency. If you sow a seed of self-dependency because you always swoop in and save your kids and you don't let them learn from natural consequences, what you will fruit is an adult that is codependent on you in their adult life. If you sow the seed of organization, financial literacy, keeping your space clean, compassionate adults, and you cultivate that through training and practice and consistency and demonstration and positive reinforcement, even if you don't see much of the fruit while they're in the house, they will fruit. It is not going to be something you have to play the long game, okay? 18 years, you're growing a whole tree, basically. And I know I like to use analogies, but I'm trying to find a ways to connect the understanding so that you can conceptualize of how this process, you have to trust the process. If I put sow a seed at my child's life at three, and I don't see that seed fruit to 30, you still, it was still a productive growth, right? We know that strong trees take years to grow. And we understand that the growing process, you're not going to show your kid how to organize their space at three and then they get it at four and they may not even get it fully at 10, but you should see some progress. Okay. And that is that adjustment. You have to constantly, um, repeat that and adjust. Okay. But regardless of what you say, your fruit will reflect what was practiced in the home, whether that's good or whether it's not. And I don't think we understand that. And I think we need to be aware. If you sow inconsistency, emotionalism, absenteeism, you start something and you quit and they watch you quit often and they watch you practice that and you just give up or they don't watch you um, use your resources, ask questions, cultivate a village, any of that, they're going to demonstrate what is shown to them and not necessarily what they, what you say. Parents like to, and I, I hear this often, parents like, like to tell them, well, I told them. And I always want to be polite because I know this is such, it's like parenting is such a touchy topic. And so I always want to be like, well, did you show them? Because 
kids, cubs, young adults, fledgling adults, however you want to name them, their memories are developing and they're not going to always remember what you told them. They're going to always remember what you demonstrated. They're always going to go with what was shown with them. Okay. And so you have to be conscious of clearly cultivating what you want to result. Again, we're thinking, what kind of adults do you want to place out into the world? Um, and that is that rate train a child in the way that they should go. When they get old, they won't depart. I fully believe this. Okay. So to wrap this up, let's ask yourself, one, have I clearly shown the process repeatedly? Okay. Two, have I provided resources and support? Have I give, given my cubs the tools to meet the expectation? Okay. And have I supported them in their attempts to walk in that direction? Have I personally maintained that expectation that I want to train them towards? Right? Example, like if you've never played college ball, do you really have the ability to train them towards college ball or do you need to bring in some help? Right. If you don't personally have the the support, the resources or the tools, who can we bring in? Who can we talk to in our village? Who can we get around? Growth culture is a resource hub. Um, on my website, we have resources and links for those like I don't even know who to ask for. That is why we are here. That is the passion of growth culture. It is a village and a resource hub so that we can all raise grow ourselves, our homes, our families, and careers. So check that out, okay? So that's an option. Um, again, as we're asking ourselves, have I given my cubs the opportunity to practice, adjust, and try again? Not the ridiculing, not the nagging. Have I given them the opportunity, okay? And is this appropriate for their age level and understanding? I'm not going to ask my three-year-old to clean out the stove. <laughs> I'm just not. That's not appropriate, right? I'm not going to ask my, you know, four-year-old to invest in the stock market or jump into crypto. We're, we're not doing that, okay? We are going to make sure we're practicing what is appropriate for their age and their cognitive understanding, Again, we have tools, there are resources, the internet is free 99. We can get the resources more so than when I was younger and, you know, I am 40. So the resources at our fingertips now are so much more than when I first, when I had my first cub at 22. Okay. And so these are the things I want to, you want to ask yourself to make sure that you are training and developing in the right way. Now, it came to my knowledge that I don't know what expectations to set. I'm going to go ahead and post some links, goals, and in the comment section, we, let's talk about it. What are some of your expectations? Let's create this village and help each other in choosing the expectations. And again, we have to be sensitive that every household dynamic is not the same. 
every faith belief does not align the same. And so we want to make sure that the expectations, and that's why I don't give solid expectations like you should have these set of expectation, expectations in your home because my home is not your home. My belief system is not your belief system, but a system set in place will produce results. It's just flexible to what you have in your home, sis. And that's the most important thing, okay? As we wrap up training and development, we're going to check out our my Instagram page, Growth Culture LLC. Check out the website, um, growthculture.global. As we provide some tools and resources for you to start mapping these things out and kind of creating a template or a goal or a plan. If you want to post it on your fridge, put it on your mirror to remind yourself, there are tips and ways, or we can just start demonstrating with our own life. If I want my cub to clean and organize his room, let me start with my room and practice what I want them to maintain to make sure it is a reasonable and sustainable, keyword is sustainable, not trying to tire you out and I'm not trying to add something to your plate. Quite the opposite. I'm trying to create a system so that's one less thing you have to stress on as you're moving through your career, your life, your development and yourself as a woman and um, the parent of your cub. I am trying to create something that eases the process for you. I appreciate you guys listening and joining this journey. And I hope, I hope this was helpful and I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for your time and listening to this podcast. I hope that you were able to take away something from this today's episode that you could implement, grow or push towards growth. I'm so excited for this journey. If you want to subscribe and follow us, please feel free to do so on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. If you want to get in touch with the resources for the episode, check us out at growthculture.global. I'm so excited and see you guys next time.